This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Welcome back to the Imperfect Creatrix Podcast, the space that was created to share stories. Since I became a mom in 2020, I have become so passionate about health, wellness, and changing the narrative around mindset, movement, and nutrition. On the podcast, I will share all that I have learned and continue to learn, because I believe we are all capable of imperfectly creating change in our lives to help us live authentically and prioritize what matters most to each of us individually. I am so grateful that you are here. This is a call to take action as you sign up for the Dare to be Challenged event, 5K Run or Walk or 10K Run. Keep in mind that nothing builds confidence like taking action. Confidence in their view is action and includes repeated attempts, calculated risk-taking, and resilience. These skills and dispositions, as they have experienced, can change the way you think and act for the better. Success is built on success, and as I have personally learned and seen on my own journey, one successful training session does indeed lead to the next. So if you are ready to take action with me, Sunday, May 28th at Holiday Beach in Amherstburg, if you are local to my community, I would be so grateful if you would join my team in Perfect Creatrix. The link to register can be found in the show notes. I look forward to meeting you in person and speaking at this event, providing women and girls an opportunity to take action and to challenge themselves. Hey, I'm Amanda German, host of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Join me every week to have an open and honest conversation about what motherhood is actually like. Let's ditch the perfect mom persona and let moms everywhere know that they're not alone. Listen each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Imperfect Creatrix podcast. Today on the podcast, I am joined by Lori Aikman. She is a functional health practitioner who helps mompreneurs and high-achieving moms get out of burnout and restore their energy without stepping back from their work. In her virtual practice, The Vibrant Woman, Lori helps them get to the root cause of their symptoms through functional lab testing. She guides women to reverse physical burnout in their body and optimize their health, focusing on the whole woman, physical, mental, and spiritual, so that they can live the life they desire. Lori is a wife wife, a mom of two, and a Florida girl who walks her talk as she has walked through her own periods of burnout as a high achiever, entrepreneur, and mom. You can join her next energy challenge at lauriaikman.com. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode that is jam-packed with such important and incredible information. I am so glad that she created the time and space today to share this knowledge that she has with all of you. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Another beautiful Wednesday for a meaningful conversation with a very special guest that I have today. Her name is 
Lori. And before um, I get to talking a little bit, maybe I'll just let you introduce yourself and a little bit about how our paths crossed and just yeah. let the listeners know a little bit more about you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here today. Um, yeah, so uh, my name is Lori Aikman, and you and I met in Heather Chavane's community. Um is how we connected, but I am a functional health practitioner. Uh, I have a virtual practice where I work with um, many of my clients. I would say they're high achieving women, mostly a lot of them are moms. Not everyone's a mom, but all high achievers, uh, they either, you know, in their work or they may own a business. Uh, and when they come to me, they're typically having symptoms of I call burnout, uh, where, you know, the, just the stress of life, um, the demands of life. Sometimes I like to say, cause some of my clients are like, I'm not stressed out. I like what I do, but if they, you know, they're a mom and they have a job, a high demand job and things like that, there's just a lot of, even if, even if you're a stay at home mom, there's a lot of demands on you raising kids. Um, it, it takes a toll on our body. And there's a lot of things that shift, you know, as we go through, we have babies and we're in postpartum and then we enter, you know, perimenopause state. There's things that happen uh, along the way that um, show up in symptoms in our body. And there really are, there really are root causes to those. And there's things we can do about them, which is what I love to talk about because I find that so many women are dismissed when they maybe go to their doctor and say, Hey, you know, I don't feel like I used to, I can't sleep or I'm tired or I can't lose, you know, my periods have changed. I can't lose weight like I used to. And, um, you know, maybe hang anxiety and depression, or, you know, maybe symptoms that they never had before. And so many women just get told that's part of being a mom or oh, you're, you know, you're in your forties you're in, you're in that perimenopausal stage. Um, and, and their symptoms really just get dismissed. And my part of my mission and what I do with my clients is just to help them uncover what's really going on in their body um, so that they don't feel stuck and like there's no hope for them and that they really can feel good. So. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that you, that we're having this conversation first and foremost today, but also that you've just brought all of that up because I literally feel like I am in the thick of it right now. <sighs> And I, I don't really know when or what changed necessarily, because like you said, we're in Heather's community together and we learn a lot of different tools and strategies um, through her coaching program. And I've been feeling for the last little while, like I have been in a really good place and then things just short, sort of shifted on me uh, more so recently. I'm kind of starting to attribute it to the fact that I am going back to work soon because I am on maternity leave. Um, and just, you know, both of my kids are growing and getting older. So the demands are a little bit higher. I was telling you before we recorded this call that, um, my daughter is 11 months old and my son is about to turn three. Mm -hmm. So, um, both very busy, both very needy, yeah. love them dearly, but, um, I also, it's a lot, it's a lot. spend, yeah, hundred percent. I spend a lot of the time in the home while my husband spends a lot of time at work. His company is growing. So he, um, hasn't been able to be here as much, um, mm -hmm. as we would like him to be, but yeah, just more so recently too. Like, I forget what the word was that you use, but I, I do, I feel like I've been silenced like I don't feel like I'm able to actually communicate yeah. how I'm feeling to other people 
because they either try to just, you know, give me that, you know, everything will be okay. Exactly what you mm -hmm. said. It's just, it's just a phase. You're just a mom and this and that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I want to have meaningful conversations like this with people. And I, I know that mm -hmm. I can't be the only one feeling this way. And again, mm -hmm. like you said, you help moms that are also back to work. I'm feeling this way and I'm not even back to work yet. So I can't mm -hmm. even imagine um, what it's going to be like when I am back there because yeah. already I think it's more for me the mental and emotional piece mm -hmm. um, that is causing me like I don't feel physically tired it's mentally and emotionally I feel like I can never shut off my brain and there's always so much going on um, so so those are some of the side effects the symptoms that I'm starting to feel but I'm still mm -hmm. not really able to even pinpoint um, what's going on so I'm just glad that we're kind of opening this yeah this conversation up today just to be yeah. able to have yeah this conversation Some awareness like yeah it's like yeah, awareness. planting That's the it. seed planting the seed if this is like a brand new conversation for anyone of like maybe there is really something going on and maybe it's not all in my head you know that's that's exactly my goal whenever I do interviews like this yeah. Well, and that's just it. I feel like I have an awareness, like I know it's okay to feel the way that I'm feeling, but I'm also just not sure. Like I do, I feel a little bit stuck in what to do. So like, I know there's an importance, um, you know, placed on truly like healing and creating the space to do so. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'm kind of wondering like, what symptoms do you more so notice that moms have? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some of the more similar symptoms and then things maybe that you suggest that, um, that they can do when they're feeling burnt out. So like, what yeah. does burnout really, really look like? And then some of the things that help with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I should start with first. So we, I use the term burnout because many, I think many people can identify with that, right? There's many people talk about burnout, but we, we kind of talk about burnout from like this mental exhaustion, you know, like people are like I'm burned out of my job. I want to change my job. Um, but I think so many people can experience burnout, um, from just different stressors in their life. But what I use that again, that term, just because people can identify with it. But what I really mean by burnout is when your body has been under stress, for a prolonged period of time. And this could be psychological stress. This could also be lifestyle stress. Um, you know, I used to be, I used to work in the hospital. I used to work, you know, night shift and, um, you know, so there can be that type of stress, you know, not sleeping, poor diet. Um, mm -hmm. but there also can be inflammation and infection can be types of stressors on the body. But when, and, and when we experience stress, um, you know, we have a, it's called the autonomic nervous system. Oh, when our body, you know, we, our body perceives, okay, I'm under stress. There's uh, the autonomic nervous system and gets tr triggered. And that's when we have our fight or flight and then our rest mm -hmm. and digest. And so when we're in fight or flight, when stress, you know, the stress response has been triggered, uh, one of the organs that comes into play is the adrenal glands. And then, um, our cortisol is a type of hormone that is produced in response to stress. Now, what I see in my clients often is that there's, there's kind of, there's kind of a progression that happens. We have when we're first under a stressor, you know, we first experience stress, there's high levels of cortisol. 
Um, I had a client with that this week. Uh, and that's great because we can look at it and we can see, see your body is really, you know, this is the, your body is really in demand right now. There's this, we have this high cortisol output. I would say that's probably the exception more often I see in women, the women that I work with is that they've gone beyond that stress has continued and they've moved into what I like was called like a compensatory phase where their body is trying to compensate, right? for those high cortisol levels. And then we get where cortisol can be high at times and low at times. And then when we keep going um, to what I refer to as a burnout or uh, um, exhaustion is when, um, and people sometimes, you know, call this adrenal fatigue. It's when our cortisol output is actually really, really low because it's been, it was high for a long time then our body tried to compensate and then our body's ability to compensate couldn't keep up. And then we move into that burnout or exhaustion phase. So there, I guess I want, I just want to give that, that's what root cause, that's what's really going on at the hormonal level when, you know, when we're under stress, when our body's under stress um, and just parenting alone, right. Can be a stressor, but then parenting and sickness and jobs and, you know, relationships, stress and financial stress and anything, anything that you perceive as stress uh, is going to tax the system. So even if you're, I used to worry a ton. Thankfully I don't worry as much about things as I used to, but like I used to worry about, you know, what people think so much. And just that thought, nothing had happened physically in, in my experience, but I thought, you know, what if this person is mad at me? What if I said the wrong thing? The, that even that type of thing can be stressful on your body and your, your body is it's literally triggering a stress response in you. So what, again, what I find, um, if you're in your, in that early stage where, uh, cortisol is high, a lot of times women will have, um, can have high, higher heart rate, higher blood pressure. Um, but in the acute stage, you almost like feel like you have like more energy. You're like, I don't need as much sleep. You know, I'm go, go, go. I'm doing all the things. And you're like, you, your brain has a hard time resting. Um, but you feel energized when you move into that compensatory state. Uh, that's when things start getting a little more out of whack. Women sometimes say they feel wired and tired. It's like, I have this energy, like I'm tired, but I can't go to sleep at night. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm tired. Maybe my energy crashes in the afternoon. Um, but then I wake up and I can't sleep at night and I'm exhausted when I wake up in the morning and we're kind of all over the place. Uh, and then when we move into that burnout stage, that's when it's like, I'm literally exhausted all day long. It takes a cough, a pot of coffee to get going. I can't get out of bed. So it was really that exhaustion state. Um, and the thing is the, that those cortisol levels and the problems in the adrenal glands are upstream, um, their root causes. And what happens is downstream from that, it, this affects our thyroid and this affects our sex hormones. This also affects our gut function. So we can, there's a lot of different symptoms that can show up. Uh, you, you know, but women, a lot of times start having, maybe have period problems. Um, I just talked to a client today. She still has regular cycles, 
but she's having a problem conceiving. She's trying to get pregnant again and was not able to get pregnant again. Um, and, and so we, she's having normal periods, uh, but really when we looked at normal quote unquote, but really when we looked at it, she's having very short and light periods. And when we looked at her testing, she has really low estrogen levels. Um, and this is coming from her being in that burnout stage. So you can start having problems with your period, problems with your sleep. I would say across the board, no matter what stage my clients are in, what I see is that they have problems with their blood sugar. They just don't realize it um, until we look at the testing and we see because cortisol drives blood sugar up. So many of my clients, when we look at the, when we do functional testing, we look at labs, they may have high blood sugar and high, high fasting blood sugar and high fasting insulin levels. Um, and so that those are just some of the things, but I mean, there can be memory, you know, memory issues and brain fog and digestive issues. And there, it really, because the adrenals are in that that HPA access, um, affect our whole body. It really can manifest when that is off. It can manifest in so many ways in our body, but those I would say are the typical complaints that I hear from the women that I work with. Wow. I feel like I just learned a ton. So many like <laughs> light bulbs going off right now. <laughs> and it's really and so much I could like keep going and I'm like trying to just keep it like short and no, simple. But <laughs> I feel like just the stuff that you brought up right now, like just, you know, just to, like you said, just, we want to just have a conversation, just open up the conversation. I feel like that was a perfect way to open it up. Cause even just for me, like, I feel like I heard and retained the things that I, um, you know, that I needed to hear for myself as well. So everybody's going to like different things are going to resonate with different people. Right. But, um, one of the things that I definitely, um, recognize even just within myself is that, um, yeah, like I said, for me, it's, it's a mental thing and, um, guilt plays a big part in it for me. Mm -hmm. I, um, I often feel guilt about feeling the way that I feel. Like, I feel like I should be, you know, it's almost like you get that feeling like I should be a better mom. Like I should be able to do this. This is what I was meant to do. Like, why does it have to be so difficult? I also don't want to put myself in that victim role all of the time and complain um, either, but sometimes it's just, yeah, I don't even know really how to put it into words. It just feels so like stagnant, right? Like, you you're aware of what's going on, but you're also, um, kind of stuck in this place where you're not really sure what to do about it or how to, uh, to yeah. ask for help. The one thing that I've noticed for myself is definitely, um, setting boundaries, taking mm -hmm. back some of my own time to be able yeah. to do things for myself. So I'm filling my cup first, that way I'm able yes. to, you know, give back mm -hmm. better to others. But mm -hmm. there's also this emotional regulation that is required to set boundaries. Yeah. And Sometimes that when your can hormones be are all over taxing. the place. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, that can be really taxing on your body yeah. as well, because I have, like mm -hmm. you said, I, I worry so much about what people are going to think. And again, I'm aware of that, which is so mm -hmm. much better than where I used yes. to be, right? Being it's aware like of it. On it. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I find it very difficult to just be able to also just take that time for myself mm -hmm. and not feel that guilt and that shame come up. So mm -hmm. again, I know that those are things that I'm working on and just wondering, actually, can skin reactions 
be a cause of any of this because I oftentimes notice that when I'm in that state, like I feel like when my body's in like homeostasis, right? Like everything is just content, yeah, <laughs> um, it's stable. Like I'm living in a stable environment within myself. Mm -hmm. Like um, everything seems to be okay. And then I do recognize that when I get stressed, when I get triggered and when there's mm -hmm. things in my life that feel off balance, yeah, I get like really bad. I don't know if it's eczema or this mm -hmm. or what oh, it is, okay. but my arms flare up. Mm -hmm. Like I get like these like red patches, yeah. um, like of dry skin. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just yeah. another, um, yeah. that I notice within myself anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there can be a couple of things going on there. I know I have a similar, I get some skin reactions and, and mine, some is attributed to food sensitivities. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is deep diving, but you know, we, when we're in burnout, the adrenals directly control our gut and the immunity of our gut. So if the adrenals are off, then the immunity of our gut is off that can allow, um, allow for bad bacteria to kind of overgrow. And sometimes we can get like parasite and in parasite infections or bacterial infections. Um, and then that causes inflammation in our stomach and which can cause some leaky gut. And then also some, there can be foods that are, that trigger our immune system, um, because of that leaky gut. So for me, I know I have some food triggers that I have to avoid or else my skin breaks out. Um, I get, yeah, similar dry itchy patches, uh, is really bad after my daughter. Um, and so one that can be from leaky gut, but then two, this can be a detoxification um, issue, which means everything that comes into our body and gets into our bloodstream, including the food that we eat, right? The food that we eat gets broken down into small molecules, passes through our bloodstream, and then has to get filtered through our liver. If our liver, so in our liver detoxes our body, our kidneys also do as well. We detox some through sweat. But if our detoxification is backed up, if we have, when we have this leaky gut, so we're getting things into our bloodstream that shouldn't be there. And then our liver is not, our body is not detoxing what's, what we're getting exposed to. We can get these like rashes and things as well. I actually have a client um, who this shows up, she doesn't detox well and she gets very high histamine. Um, so she'll even uh, like, she dropped, she told me one time she dropped, like in the kitchen, she dropped a can on her foot. And what happens is that she doesn't get a bruise. She gets swelling and itching there because of mast cells releasing histamine and our body has to clear it, but her liver is not detoxing well. So she's getting this backup of, of histamine, which can, you know, lead to itches and rashing and swelling and things like that. So it really it shows up differently. You know, that's the great part about our bodies is our bodies are so unique. Um, but mm -hmm. it's knowing, right. This isn't, this isn't anything that I, my background, I didn't say earlier is a nurse. I'm a nurse practitioner. I didn't mm -hmm. learn any, I didn't learn any of this, um, in my training as a nurse practitioner, this has all been functional training that I learned after I became a nurse practitioner. So, um, part of the conversation I have a lot of times is just explaining, why maybe you've gone to your doctor, your conventional doctor OBGYN with some of these complaints. And they've said, Hey, you're fine. Everything's normal because 
unless somebody has training um, to look for these deeper root cause, you know, look at things functionally, um, they unfortunately aren't just equipped to know, uh, know the signs, know what to look for and know how to help women through issues like this. Yeah. You know what? I 100% believe truly that there is a place for both, but I am so yes, glad agreed. that nowadays there is the option to reach out to, you know, other functional practitioners that have, you know, information again, that comes from a more like individual perspective. Like you can really get to the root cause, like for yeah. you, um, individually as a person, right? Because, um, that's the biggest thing too, is I feel like when you go to your doctor's office, um, it's just, they don't, they physically do not have enough time oh, no. to go through. I mean, Definitely. look at some of the things that we were able just to even talk about right now. And it's been a little over like 20 minutes, right? So, yeah. and your doctor um, has maybe 10 minutes to spend with you. Yeah. If, and, if and like, that, yeah. And that's, that's just it. Right. And again, everybody's, um, yeah, everybody's experiences with things are, are going to be completely different. So yeah, I just feel like it's so important that people know that there are other avenues if they need to reach out for support, or if they're wondering if they have questions, um, if there are things that they are noticing. Again, too, I, this in this past year, I, I started studying nutrition just because I wanted mm -hmm. to have a better understanding of how, you know, I could stay healthy and use food as medicine. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have, I have noticed a really big shift in my like mental, emotional, physical, everything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's still things now that I'm trying to learn with regards to like my hormones and stuff, especially after mm -hmm. having two kids, because I'm still noticing that there are, um, yeah, things that are coming up that I'm, I'm not really aware of maybe the cause, but I definitely feel like I got sure. some answers today. Um, so I really, really appreciate that we had this conversation uh, yeah. before. I, I have to let you go. I just want to know um, one more question. If you have yeah. like best advice, maybe for somebody that is constantly feeling stuck and just in that overwhelmed state, like, is there anything like just quick fixes, things that you would, would recommend that they do? Yeah. Um, and then I want you to share also like where people can reach out to you and sure. things that you offer um, and work with, with your clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so quick Quick tip. So I mentioned earlier, I find that men, many, 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 I would say like almost a hundred percent of my clients have some issues with their blood sugar, uh, that they typically are not aware, you know, cause it's not so bad that their doctors said, Hey, this is a problem. Um, yeah. and, and really regulate, really balancing our blood sugar has so much effect on, I mean, you can, you can, your blood sugar can go down and you feel anxious and not realize, and you're thinking you feel anxious. And why do I feel anxious? And not even realizing my blood sugar is just low and I need to eat something, you know? Um, I, you know, I, when I was younger, I would get hungry before I'd feel low, low blood sugar. As I'm older now, I will feel low blood sugar before I feel hungry. So, and I think that's common, uh, that, you know, other women that might help happen with where you're like, I'm not hungry but you're feeling right. The symptoms that you're feeling could be contributed, attributed to shifts in your blood sugar. Um, so one thing I, I find across the board, most women that I talk to do not eat enough protein. Um, and, and a lot of women are afraid to eat fat because they're afraid to gain weight if they eat fat. Um, and that really has been debunked. 
Um, there is a small percentage of people who have to be careful, you know, and they they have a genetic predisposition for heart disease, um, and they may not handle saturated fats as well. But that's a it's a very small percentage. Um, but I would say across the board, eating you know maybe twenty five grams of protein, uh, you could kind of look to see it's about three ounces of meats. Maybe if you were eating meat, but about twenty five grams of protein at each meal. Um, I would say is, is I've, I've kind of shifted as I've, as you know, I experiment and learn more. Um, I, I like a, a kind of a paleo style of eating where you're maybe minimizing the grains eating, um, you know, lots of veggies and then getting, uh, you know, your healthy, healthy meat sources. If you do eat meat. Um, or you could do plant sources that are very clean and then getting those good healthy fats in is really key to keeping that blood sugar stable. Um, lifting weights is a really good way to, um, to help with insulin sensitivity and helping your blood sugar. Um, I know, I feel like I have a lot of women tend to go for cardio and we should really should be doing about 50, 50 cardio and weights um, is, is really better for stress uh, on our body that, that exercise brings, which, you know, exercise is a good stressor, but in the correct doses. Um, and then really, I would say if you, if we look hormonally, so when oxytocin is a right, is a hormone that suppresses cortisol, um, and oxytocin is men, men, women may have heard of oxytocin when they nurse their babies, right? Oxytocin stimulates, um, is stimulated when you nurse your baby. Oxytocin is stimulated, um, you know, when you cut, they call it the cuddle hormone a lot of times, but br bringing some joy into your life, you know, and, and whether that looks like a mindfulness practice and having, you know, practicing gratitude or, or just spending time with your loved ones, um, which can be hard when you're a mom. Sometimes I don't, you know, I'm like, I don't want more time with my kids. I want some time by myself, but some kind of learning to shift out of that panic fight or flight into that rest and digest. So whatever practice that looks for you, but really down-regulating that nervous system and that stress response is, is so key. Um, because we can do all the things to like regulate our hormones to get us back. But if we get stressed out all the time and we, we haven't learned how to, to manage, I guess, manage our perception of stress that we're going to get right back where we were, um, a client and I were talking actually today about it's all our perception of what has, is happening. Um, you know, different things can happen. And I can go, oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is terrible. I can't believe this happened. Or, or I can shift my perspective and I can choose to see a change or something as an opportunity. Um, and that is going to affect how I let that situation affect my body. Um, and so those are, those are really big things to tackle that you, you know, you really need probably support with to be the most successful, but they are really so key into, um, you know, helping your body heal. Absolutely. That was honestly, though, I feel like you are a wealth of knowledge and like, what a great place to start. I mean, those are, I, again, they sound easy, but definitely, like you said, it definitely, you, it takes support and accountability as well. Like you don't want to make, oh my 
be big changes in your life all at once. But I mean, just, you know, even getting more protein in at one meal, like start there, like you said, healthy fats too. Um, you could start with just a really small workout. You don't have to lift weights for an hour. Right. But I definitely, I've recognized for sure in the last like couple years, when I, since I've started on this health journey, 100% 100% protein is something that I still need to work on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was a full-time runner until I recognized the importance of weightlifting and how that really shifted yeah. um, things for me as well. So that is something that I have definitely um, introduced into my daily habits. Mm-hmm. And then just, I like to call it, it's almost like that love vitamin. You're absolutely right. Like just, you yes. know, showing yourself yes. some love, but also like opening yourself up to being able to receive love because it truly yes. does bring a ton of joy into your life. So I'm yes. really glad that those are the three that you shared. I won't forget them. I learned <laughs> so much today. I'm so oh, grateful good. for you. And I feel like good. you gave so much um, to the listeners. And I just, I want you to lastly, just share where they can find you yeah. in case they want to connect Um, ask you any more questions, work with you potentially, because I just, I know how incredible the work is that you're doing. And that is why I wanted to have you on the podcast so that people could get to know you and just know that you're out there if they ever need me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My website, um, maybe it's the first place to start is just Lori Aikman, uh, laurieaikman.com. And uh, I do, I do host some energy challenges. I'm not sure I have one coming up in May um, and then I'll have another one coming up in the fall. Um, So those would be ways somebody could kind of start, you know, work with me in a group setting and start to see a little progress. Um, And then of course I do work one-on-one with clients and we do a deeper dive and actually looking at labs and and hormones and things. Um, But you can, you can find all that information on my website. I am uh, launching my own podcast um, called rising from burnout. So if you I go to my website, you that. yeah, yeah, I'm so name, excited. Name of it one more time. What did you choose? Oh, rising from burnouts. Yes. Cause oh, there was a, God. there was a trademark on the other name I wanted to choose. So I had to change, I had to change the name, but that will, you'll be able to get to that link from my website. Um, and then social media wise, I'm probably most active on Instagram, just at Lori Aikman. Um, so I do post, I do have a LinkedIn and a, and a Facebook, but I'm most active on, uh, I hang out on Instagram. So. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like a lot of us do, but I will have yeah. all of that information in the show notes. So, um, they don't have to go <laughs> stop yes. and hunting for whatever. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll all be in the show notes for anybody who's listening. And Lori, just thank you so much again for being here, for having this meaningful conversation with me. I feel like the timing of these conversations, I say it to so many of my guests, like I feel like the Mm -hmm. timing is always exactly what I need to hear. So I'm just hoping that this resonates with somebody else. And I'm absolutely sure sure that it will. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for showing up today and for taking the time to listen to another episode. If any part of this resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you would share it with another woman who may need to hear it too. If you want to stay connected, you can find me on Instagram to follow my journey. Accountability coaching is also available and if you want to learn more, all of the details can be found in the show notes. As always, don't forget to be brave, to trust yourself, and when you're ready, take action.